Remember when Canadians were the least threatening people ever? And now they're using biological warfare on New York. I watched some food documentary thing last week, and now I don't ever want to eat food again. Dude, I could barely understand her, but I did notice that she had old lady Asian tits. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Hey, your old pal Joe here, just checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? How was your weekend? How are you, my friend? I hope you're doing well. You know I am. You know I'm hoping that you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Wouldn't that be a great thing? But unfortunately, that's not how life works. So if you're not doing as best as you possibly could be, that is a-okay. All right? But let's be honest, it's probably your fault. So you might as well get your shit together, huh? Do yourself a favor for once in your life. Treat yourself the way you treat other people, because most of us treat ourselves much worse than we treat people in general. And then there's the complete opposite, who are uh, very narcissistic and treat everyone like shit except for themselves, because they think they're the best. But there's somewhere in between to where you can treat people well and you can treat yourself well. And I think that has to do with getting your shit together, all right? So you might as well do it. What the fuck else are you going to do? Listen, got some shows coming up, my friends. I'll be, I uh, got a couple shows in Nashville rounding out the end of June, uh, June 16th. It's just, I'm going to be judging an air guitar competition. So if you're in Nashville and you want to do air guitar, come on through the vinyl lounge on June 16th. I got a show at Up Down, June 21st. That's like a video game bar here in Nashville. Not a damn thing in July. So don't look for me. Don't try and find me. Don't even ask if I want to do a show because I don't fucking feel like doing it. I got other shit going on in July. All right. I'm taking the month off and I'm okay with it. But August, that's where things pick up. We're talking Denver on August 6th in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Cleveland, Ohio, the 19th of the 20th. And then uh, Pittsburgh, Boston, and goddamn somewhere else in Massachusetts to round out August. All right. Those are all shows with Aaron Weber. Clean comedy coming your way, people. September, got some shows. October as well. November, also looking busy. And December, you could go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming shows. I like how I just listed the months and didn't give you any information at all. But Seattle's on there. Tampa's on there. Uh, Connecticut, somewhere else. Wisconsin. Go look it up yourself. Do a little hunting. You'll never find anything if you don't do a little bit of hunting yourself, you know? Hey, real quick, too. This episode of the podcast brought to you by our good friends at Magic Mind. Get on over to magicmind.com slash Joe Kelly Comedy. Use the promo code Joe at checkout and get yourself 20% off uh, your order. Whether you do a one-time thing or if you're doing the subscription-based thing, they already give you a discount for that. They give you an extra 20% on top of that if you use the promo code Joe at checkout. Get your mind right with Magic Mind. Have a, it's a great way to start the day, people. Nice and easy. You do a little shot of vitamin juice, brain juice, you know, and you're just ready to go. It's an absolutely fantastic addition to my morning routine, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, and I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy the magic mind if you give it a try, all right? 
Uh, there will be a link in the description of the podcast. There we go. How have you been, my friend? How was your week? What happened? What'd you get into? Did anything exciting? What did we miss? What was the world up to last week that we missed? A whole lot. What happened? Uh, what was going on? New York had a bunch of smoke from them damn Canadians. Canadians trying to smoke us out nowadays. You know, they're trying to poison us with their toxic smoke. Remember when Canadians were the least threatening people ever? And now they're using biological warfare on New York. Something's ain't right up in Canada. What happened with them, huh? What happened with them? Too much fresh air, do you think it is? Do you think the vaccine affected those Canadians a little bit differently, do you? And now they're like, let's here's our chance to poison America with our smoke for some reason. I don't know what the fuck happened. I saw New York was uh, covered in smoke in a cool red light. It looked like, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, it looked like an entrance done by Kane back in the day. You know, probably like the 97 to like the 2002 version of Kane. A lot of, you know, anyway. New York was smoky. A road in Philly collapsed too. What is going on? What the hell are we doing with our with our time? And that's going to be... We're so, I don't know if you guys, maybe wherever you live, construction is a bit better. But doesn't it seem like uh, they do, if, if there's road construction on any major interstate or highway in America or a ramp or anything like that, it takes them six fucking years to fix it. They were fixing a ramp, not even the whole interstate, just a ramp in Flint, Michigan. It took them two fucking years. It took them two years. I don't know if they built a new ramp, but even then, because I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I saw a video from like Finland or, or some shit like that. I saw another one too. I don't know where it was from, but in other countries around the world, it only takes them like three days to, to rebuild a whole fucking road. But for some reason with us, it takes six goddamn years. And every time you drive by, especially when it's on like your route to work or something like that, you ever have construction like that, my friend, where you're trying to, you just see it every day, just every day you see it and nothing changes and no one's ever doing anything. Do you, th <laughs> do you feel the same fucking way that anytime you see like a major construction project on any road in America, it takes forever and no one's ever doing anything. Meanwhile, I look at a time lapse of Finland. They start Friday night and have it ready by Monday morning. So everyone could get to work in a decent fucking fashion. Instead of having one lane closed for nine and a half years on a, on a regular route that people take every goddamn day. What is it? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe construction workers in other countries aren't taking as many pills. Maybe that's what it is. Because nowadays, I think you have to be, I think they require you to have some sort of uh, drug addiction if you want to work in construction in America. And not just like, you know, not just like weed. I think, I think you have to have like a, a some sort of a, a synthetic, I guess, would be the word drug problem if you want to work in construction. You have to be, Lazy enough and also dumb enough to be able to hold a stop sign for eight hours and not realize what you're doing. That's what construction work in, in America is. 
you have to hold a stop sign. Usually two, there has to be two people depending on the length of the construction. And you can't really, you can't think, you can't be conscious of the fact that you're holding a fucking stop sign for a living. Oh, I'm just starting out. It's like intern work. It's like, you're not better than a stop sign. It's like, well, if I could take like fucking Percocet and just kind of lean up against the goddamn stop sign, take a nap if I want to. And it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good trade-off. So I think that's where, maybe that's where our problem is, is that all construction workers are on drugs in this country and not like fun ones. If they're all on Coke or something like that, Adderall shit would probably get done a lot quicker. But these people are on the downers, you know, Vicodin. Uh, what's the one up from Vicodin? I don't know. Hydrocodone. That's the same thing pretty much. Uh, you know what the pills, you know what pills people are taking. They're taking them all and they're chilling out. And that's why it takes so long to build a goddamn road in this country. It's very frustrating. So I look at that Philadelphia thing and go, that's going to take, that's going to fuck up Philly for a long, long time. That I-95 collapsing. Some people think it was an inside job, of course. (laughs) Am I one of those people? I don't know. Why would you fuck up? I don't understand. Who benefits from you from fucking up the interstate in goddamn Philadelphia? You know? People in Philly already have bad attitudes, and it's like now you're just gonna make them even more mad by fucking up the road. Maybe it was, maybe it was an inside job by a construction company so they can get grants or whatever it is. Because you can't just start working on it. You gotta fucking, you know, you sell it out to the construction companies. They got a bid on the job, and then, you know, and then you gotta do a bunch of paperwork and go. Okay, we'll do this for two million dollars. And go, that's a pretty good price for fixing a whole damn road. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but it's gonna take us seventeen and a half years. All right. It's like, oh well, you know, my son will graduate by then, so I guess he'll be be easier for him to get the hell out because the road will be fixed by then. Sign the contract. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I don't fucking know. I've never worked in construction, but I have bought weed from construction workers. They always got something else, too. (laughs) That's why they're always on pills, because I know, because they have them. (laughs) Anytime they're selling you weed, they also have you sometimes some blue pills. They're like, you want some of these? And it's like, I don't think so. They make you feel good. And it's like, ah, I bet. I bet. (laughs) I just got stuff to do and I don't want it to take me all fucking day to get it done. Weed is a big enough burden for that some of the time. But uh, I can't imagine introducing some downers into my life. You know, go, oh, it's just because I got bad knees. I've been on roofs all my life. So my knees are bad. It's like, ah. You tell the doctor that and he gives you pills. Then you take them and then you don't fix the fucking road. You know what I mean? Fix the fucking road a little bit faster and quit trying to, to fucking poison us, Canada. That's the what I took away from last week. Canadians trying to poison our great country. They don't want the big Trump dog back in. That's what it is. Trump's gaining steam. They're like, fuck, we better better burn, better burn something and try and, you know, get him sick or whatever it is. But he's not even in New York, I don't think. I don't know. Canadians are scared of the Trump dog and good Good. That's why we need him back because people were afraid of him. You know, it's good. That's a good person to have in charge. Someone who's a little, you're a little bit afraid of them because they're a lunatic. You have to be careful around lunatics. You know, you can't piss them off because they'll fucking kill everybody. 
That's how mobsters worked, you know? Everyone was a little bit afraid of like, fuck it. I was going to say Al Pacino, but he's not real. <laughs> he's not a monster. He just pretended to be one, right? He's one of those type of guys, one of them Italian guys, Machine Gun Kelly, not the rapper, the other one. You know, you had to be careful around him because he might shoot you with a machine gun. That was his whole, that was part of what he did, I think. But it's good to have, if you're going to have somebody in charge, people should be a little bit afraid of him. All right, that's all I'm saying. And Trump has that. I'm not voting. But I think, anyway. Over <laughs> uh, whoever you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it is when you have somebody in power that's afraid. That's why I like a good, a good strong father figure. You know what I mean? When dad comes home, he don't even gotta, he don't even gotta say nothing or do anything. You're just scared because you know. You should be. That's how it should work. You should be a little bit afraid. So then you can have uh, some respect for authoritative figures, you know, instead of walking all over them. At some point, you know, once I hit like eight years old, my mom wasn't scary anymore. She was, I was already taller than her, you know? So it's like, ah, you're not, fuck you. You ain't scary, you know? But dad was still huge. So it's like, ah, by, you know, by association, Mom is still scary because dad's still here, even though you're not scary, but dad still is. And I know if I fuck up with you, I'm going to have to deal with the scary guy. Politics. You know what I mean? I'm getting very political. I've read a couple books last week, fucking watched some uh, PBS shit. So now I'm a fucking politic guy. It's a politic podcast now, everybody. It's all about politics here. And uh, who's right for the job and who's wrong and what this country really needs to do to get its act together. That's what this podcast is going to be about from now on. All right. So we've been looking at the polls, right? We've been looking at these polls and it's looking good for whoever you want. And it's looking good for whoever I want. And it's looking bad for everybody else. You know, everyone we don't like, it's looking bad for. But the people we like, it's looking good for, you know. Even if there is nobody to like, we'll find somebody to like just because. Just because uh, not voting is worse than uh, throwing your vote away or whatever, voting for lesser of two evils, even though nothing's going to change. The political system is much like a road construction project in America where it just takes anything real to happen, takes forever, and everyone's on pills and nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. So, all right, that's the first and last episode of the political podcast. Let's move on to the next thing. (laughs) I watched some food documentary thing last week. And now I don't ever want to eat food again. You ever feel that way? You ever feel like you're exposed to... That's why it's good to remain ignorant. Once you get exposed to too much information, you just you go, what, what do I do now? I got to change everything? Because this whole... Uh, this documentary, it was basically about corn, about the corn industry. You guys familiar with corn? You guys like the corn industry? This is going to be a corn industry political episode. So uh, apparently before corn, corn is wasn't edible before we started fucking with it. We as human beings, the original ears of corn, I guess were all hard and different colors or some shit. I don't know. It's very similar to bananas. I don't know if you know your history on bananas or not, people, but every banana you consume has been fucked with and modified. Real original, I mean, maybe there's some organic, whatever the fuck now, but original bananas, the OG bananas, 
Get this, people. It was all seeds inside. It was just a bunch of black marble-shaped fucking seeds inside these bananas, you know? There was a little bit of banana meat in between the seeds, but it was like fucking hundreds of seeds in the bananas. You couldn't eat the banana. It was all seeds. And that's how corn was too, right? But then we started fucking with it and uh, figured out a way to make it edible and figured out a way to make everything out of it. So even stuff that isn't corn or doesn't look like corn is still corn, you know? And it's like, okay, all like the snack foods, it's all like corn, corn chips, corn-based, corn syrup comes from corn, you know? Everything's fucking corn. And what fucked with me was they feed they feed cattle corn. They just feed the cows corn. That's how that's how they keep the corn or the cows big and fat and have no nutritional value, you know. But it's a cheap, easy way to keep cows fed and keep them all fat and happy. And then when you think about because it's not like they're just feeding us corn. It's not like it's just corn all year round, like corn on the cob, and here's another scoop of corn for you. But they just hide it in everything else. And they go, oh, it's fucking Doritos. But it's like, oh, it's corn. You know what I mean? That's corn-based. It's everything. Everything is corn. Cereal's all corn. Everything's fucking corn. So they're feeding us the same way they're feeding the cows. And that fucks with me. So now it's like, what the fuck? I can't even eat. I don't want to eat nothing now. Because I don't want to feel like I'm a cow. You know? (laughs) Basically... What I took away from this little documentary is most of us human beings in the modern, I guess, the third world, or at least in America, we're just, we're, we're being fed like cows, people. We have the same diet as cows. It's just all corn. It's just all corn-based shit. There's corn in everything because it's cheap and it's easy and it provides no nutritional value, but it keeps you fat and happy, you know, fucking checks Mix and goddamn cheeses, dude. Fuck, it's all corn. It's all fucking corn-based. And then even the beef, even when you eat the beef, unless it's great, you're still somehow getting corn in you. Chickens, eggs, I'm sure it's all fucking corn. So anytime you're just fucking eating the meat, you're just eating corn. They're treating us like the cows. I don't like it. I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) I got to shop different places. I got to start getting my own meat, I guess, or something like that. But do you ever do you ever see something that just fucks fucks with your whole existence? Have you ever uh, been stumbled upon some knowledge? And I knew everything was already corn anyway. But the way this information was just packed into a nice twenty minute mini documentary that was very uh, palatable, you know, it just fucked with me. So now I don't know what to do. Alcohol, it's all corn. <laughs> Well, barley, what, wheat, there's corn. Some of it's corn-based, too. (laughs) I just don't want to be eating like a fucking cow, you know? And then it's like, okay, even if cows are grass-fed and I eat salad, I'm still eating the same thing. But that feels different. That feels different than being just corn. I'll have a grass-fed cow diet, but the corn-fed cow diet is fucking with me. I just need to stop watching things, you know? I just need to, I think we, I think that could be said for everybody. I'm tired of learning shit that I didn't want to learn. And I'm tired of not knowing things that I feel like everybody should know. (laughs) 
instead I'm learning about this fucking corn situation. And it's like, God, they're just feeding you. They're treating you the same fucking way they're treating a cow, man. See, it's man, these big food companies. You know how it is, people. You know how corporations are and they don't give a shit about you. But they spend a lot of money on advertising to make it seem like they're going to care about you. They spend a lot of time doing studies and hiring writers and very famous actors. So you fucking buy their corn products and you can feel good about it. You know, you can feel good. That's the thing. Like with McDonald's, everyone knows it's shit. It's dog shit. Everyone shits on McDonald's all the time. They go, oh, it's garbage fucking food. It's this, it's that. But then they make a fucking, you know, a fucking Nicki Minaj meal. And they'll go, oh, fuck, man, we better get to McDonald's and get that Nicki Minaj meal. And it's like, what is it? And it's like, it's a double cheeseburger with some medium fries. It's like, what? They don't have that all the time. It's like, yes, they do. That's all they ever have. But it, you go, it's a Nicki Minaj meal. People fucking got to go get it. And it's all corn. It's all corn-based, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling anybody anything they don't already know. But fuck, man. It's more so just, it just, I can't stop thinking about it now. I have to be more conscious in the store, I guess. Or find a different store to go to. Find me a real Al the Butcher, you know, a Brady Bunch fucking Al the Butcher and fucking Steve the Vegetable Man or whoever sold the Brady's fucking vegetables. I'm going to live a Brady, a Brady Bunch life from now on. You know, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to strive to do. Get me a fucking housekeeper and go, go fuck that butcher and bring me a nice hunk of meat back. Will you got kids to feed? No corn fed meat. You got to fuck them good this time. Last time you didn't do it good. And he gave us some of that corn fucking meat. But when you fuck him good, when you fuck him good, Alice, Alice and Al, right? <laughs> you fucking get us the good meats. <laughs> that's what they were doing. Everybody in the, it was like a wholesome show, the Brady Bunch, but everybody was fucking all the time. They were fucking out of wedlock or whatever it was. Those fucking, those hussy fucking Brady parents, you know, they both showed up with three fucking kids. And then if you've ever watched the Brady Bunch movie, remember that great comedy? Then the fucking kids start fucking each other too. Big fuck fest with the Brady's that no one ever really uh, addresses or talks about, you know? The fucking housekeeper's fucking the goddamn butcher. You know, Mrs. Brady's fucking and sucking the whole town, getting three kids and fucking and blowing Mr. Brady, too. And he's out. He's, you know, he's clearly a nice guy, you know, to what happened to his women from with the other kids. How come they didn't get custody? How come Mr. Brady got full custody of those kids? Mrs. Brady did because she probably lied and told the uh, the judge that the kids were getting touched by their dad or something like that. Cause that's how ladies do, you know, especially Mrs. Brady, but Mr. Brady, who was the mother of those kids? What kind of fucking drug problems or, or, you know, what the fuck? Or did he go to like a, a foreign country and go, ah, you can't come with me after you have my babies and then fucking come back. How did Mr. Brady end up with those kids? What was so bad about the mothers? Are, did they both did both the Brady's previous marriages or previous partners they were with did they both die? Did we ever get that information from the Brady bunch? 
How did Mr. Brady end up with those kids? Did he steal them? Do you think he fucking... He's like, no, I'm going to run away with the kids. I don't know. Anyway, hey, let's take a quick break. We'll fucking check in with some messages from sponsors and all sorts of things. We'll be right back, all right? Thanks for checking out the podcast, you motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com slash Joe Kelly Comedy. Hey, do yourself a favor. Use the promo code Joe. That's J-O-E at checkout. Get yourself 20% off your already discounted order if you're subscribing and saving. You're looking for more clarity in your mornings, my friend. Get you on some Magic Mind, all right? It's been life-changing for me. It's been an absolute beautiful addition to my already calm routine of a morning, but it makes it so much easier to slip into my routine and feel clear and focused and ready to go. And it's not, uh, you're not going to crash like you are with coffee. How often do you get up in the morning, you slam some coffee, whatever it is, 8 a.m., guess what? You're tired by 9.30. Not with Magic Mind, my friend. I drank some at 11 o'clock last night. It is now 3.30 in the afternoon the next day. I haven't slept at all. I've just been thinking clearly and writing and focusing, you know? It's not just a morning drink. It's an all-the-time drink. Get off the Red Bull, people. That stuff is going to kill you. I don't know if you know this, but Red Bull is going to kill you. Coffee's fine, but it's all about moderation. And that's where Magic Mind comes in. It makes me drink less coffee, and I'm not using coffee to kind of wake up anymore. I'm using vitamins, nootropics, and all the good things that are in Magic Mind to get my day started. You should do the same, my friend. Go to magicmind.com slash Joe Kelly Comedy. Use that promo code Joe. It's very easy to spell J-O-E. Do you believe insurance companies cannot spell my name right? I bet you can. Over at magicmind.com, get yourself 20% off with the promo code Joe. All right, let's get back to the podcast, my friend. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. I hope you enjoyed that brief, brief break and messages from our sponsors here on the podcast. Uh, here's something I was thinking about last week, people. Last week, there's something I was thinking about. Just uh, uh, perception. It's nothing new. Perception is really everything in life. And it's you know, we all get down on ourselves and get in a funk and wish life was better or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Wish we had more money. We're in better shape. Whatever it is. But there's always somebody who looks at you and is envious. Hopefully you're living that kind of life. If you're if you're living a life where people look at you and go, oh God, everybody, no matter what position they are in life, they look at you and go, holy fuck, that's bad. That's bad. And you probably know you're in that position. But if you're like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm fat today. There's always somebody else who's a little bit fatter going, I wish I could be, I wish I could be that kind of fat, you know? This, it was, uh, I was just at the gym and it was after my weekend with Monty, right? And we did some drinking. We had some fun down in Fort Walton, Florida, doing shows with my good buddy, Monty Mitchell. And uh, I got back to to home. I'll just say fucking home. And I was at the gym. 
And I was in, at the old YMCA, you know? There still hasn't been no gay sex there, which has been... I mean, I'm happy, but it's also very strange. I thought that was all that happened there. But it's not. There's a chapel. I didn't know there's going to be a chapel in the YMCA. I need to do better research on the thing before I just jump in. But anyway, I'm at the YMCA. I'm like, oh, fucking drinking all weekend. I feel like shit. I feel all fucking fat. That's, you know, I was feeling, I was like, oh, I feel fucking disgusting right now. And uh, it's just the inside and the outside. I felt like shit. And I'm fucking running on this treadmill. And this little Asian lady comes up. Little chubby, little, little portly, little Asian woman, you know. And uh, she start. she just start, I forget what she was even saying. It was tough to understand her, I'll be honest with you. But uh we got to talking for a second and she's like, Oh, I wish my, I wish my stomach was as flat as yours. And I was like, Oh fuck. I felt like shit two fucking minutes ago. And now it's just how you look at life. And maybe that's why I was feeling shitty is cause it's like, I'm trying to compare myself to how I felt last week or, or somebody else, you know? And I was like, Oh, I feel bad. And it's like, why would I feel bad anyway? I went and had a great time with my buddy, Monty. I'm at the gym now running on the treadmill. So why would I worry about anything and feel like shit or this and that? It's because there's some comparison I'm doing with either my former self or somebody else, some fucking social media shit that I don't even realize that I'm comparing myself with. You know what I mean? Shit like that. And then this little fat, little fucking Thailand lady comes up and fucking goes, I wish I looked like you. And it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. You know, she is nice too. She was very nice. She's like, I wish I sweat as much as you. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking sweating like a hog putting in that work, lady. And then we had a nice little chat. And then it was like, hey, all you got to do is a little bit every day. And you'll fucking, you'll get there, you know? She ain't going to fucking be bumping the treadmill up to like a 7.5 or an 8 and fucking slapping her big fat feet, making a whole bunch of noise, sprinting on a goddamn treadmill. She's chilling. She's an old lady, but it's, you know, if she just, if she keeps at it, she's going to be hot, you know, and I'm going to keep my eye on her, dude. I am. If her stomach gets, <laughs> if her stomach is sticks out less than her tits, when she gets to that point, when she gets to that point, then we'll talk. You know what I mean? Then we'll talk. But, you know, her titties are sitting up on her stomach right now. <laughs> Dude, I can barely understand her, but I did notice that she had old lady Asian tits. <laughs> what do you want from me, people? I'm a disgusting man. I couldn't help it. But, yeah, once she gets to that point, I'll give her three months and we'll see, we might be hollering at this little fucking... Asian lady might be coming, might be bringing some fucking recipes to the goddamn podcast. You know what I mean? Teaching you guys how to cook with peanuts and all that shit. You feel me? That's fucking not corn, but peanuts are probably somehow bad too. I'll watch it. Listen, I'll watch a documentary about peanuts and get fucking back to you next week and let you know how those are bad too. <laughs> anyway, perception is everything, my friend. When you think your life is shit, understand that somebody is doing worse and is looking at you going, man, if I could just, if I could just have their life, I'd be happy. And they're not necessarily in the right for thinking that way, because that's just going to cause more stress anyway. Because even if the, you switch lives with them, they'd have all the stresses and fucking tribulations that we all have in life. 
So don't compare yourself and put in the work. If you're putting in the work, you can't be mad at yourself. Just keep working. We're all fucking up somewhere here and there. So just keep working. Keep your head down and keep moving forward. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, my friend. Hope we've had, I got to quit bumping that mic. Hope we had a little bit of fun. This video, man, this one's fucked up, people, all right? This is a fucked up kind of video. In a good way, but also in a bad way. I don't like Shark Week. I'll start by saying that. I think Shark Week is a bunch of pro-shark propaganda that I don't buy into, all right? They make sharks seem like very gentle creatures who are not killing machines that you can't see. You know what I mean? They act like they aren't fucking water missiles with teeth that love to kill and love the taste of blood. They're like, no, this is, it's just a big puppy dog. It's just a big old puppy dog. It's like, go fuck yourself, Discovery Channel. I'm tired of your fucking lies and horse shit, all right? Because here's the thing. We talked about, I think last week, the animal video clip of the week, there's that, there's that kid jumping off the fucking boat, and then they go, and he probably got ate by a shark. This one, people, good Lord, this is just, and here's the fucked up thing. Discovery Channel won't show this video or probably even address it during Shark Week, and it needs to be addressed because uh, some dude, uh, it's a Russian dude in Egypt. He's on vacation. He's in the Red Sea. He just gets fucking eaten by a shark. Eaten, not bit, not like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking surfing and I got my arm bit off by a shark because it thought I was a seal. This guy was just swimming and got ate by a fucking shark. Ate. Ate his whole fucking whole body. It's The video, man, the video is bizarre because it's just, I mean, no one can do anything. That was also very funny is people in the comments going, Uh, This is just where we're at as a society, you know, someone's in trouble and we're just pulling out our cameras and fucking filming it. And it's like, what the fuck do you want somebody to do when a shark is feeding upon somebody else? You want them to jump in and get half a torso back? Like, I understand it's fucked up to maybe pull out. I mean, it's a great documented footage. It's interesting. It's a nature video. We love nature videos. We love learning about other creatures. But it is a fucked up situation. But the point is, is like, oh, somebody didn't jump in and help. And it's like, of course fucking not. The dude was getting eaten by a damn shark. The music in the background is like, it's disturbingly peaceful for what is happening in this situation. Because I assume it was like right on a, looks like a boardwalk or something where there were restaurants, people hanging out. But he was the only one in the water in this particular place. So he might have been fucking up. But the music is just fucking beautiful. As this dude is just getting ravaged. Ravaged? Whatever. He's just getting eaten by a shark. Getting tossed up in the air. Legs first and shit. And uh, it's, it's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. I'm pretty sure it bites him in half. And then he's asking for help and then he just disappears. And then right as he disappears, as the thrashing stops on the water, a fucking little boat comes up. (laughs) So between the music, 
that was playing the most beautiful fucking music for a shark attack to happen to. It is so bizarre. And the fucking boat showing up like right, right on cue as, as the thrashing completely stops is like, Oh, this is just funny, but fucked up. And apparently they caught the shark and uh, have killed it. I don't know how they necessarily figured out which, I mean, it's probably pretty easy. The one with the dude hanging out of its mouth, you know, (laughs) (laughs) how do you tell which shark is the one shark? It's like, Oh, he's got, got some hair in his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. But it was a tiger shark. But the point is, sharks love to eat people. And we all pretended that it doesn't happen. We all go, no, they don't have it on Discovery Channel. So what is Discovery Channel's angle? Because, well, is tourism, is beach tourism that much of a profit-making business that if the word gets out that sharks are eating people, that people just won't go to the beach anymore and go on vacation? Is that the fear of it? Because I doubt, I highly doubt that when fucking Shark Week starts, they're going to talk about the fucking dude off the coast of Egypt getting eaten, or they're going to talk about the dude who jumped off the goddamn cruise ship and got eaten by a shark. It's going to be some lady and some dude, them real skinny dude, real frail looking people. They're going to be in wetsuits and they're going to be like, this great white is just a... Just a big puppy dog, big baby, and I'll rub its belly. But I think that I think that all might be CGI at this point. From what I've seen the past two weeks, I think Shark Week might be a just a bust. I think it might all be fake. I don't think they're really swimming with sharks and petting them and whatever they do with them. You know, whale sharks, sure. Whale sharks can't chew you up. They'll filter you through their gills or something like that, but they can't chew you up. But anyway, check out the video. Viewer discretion advised, you know, it's pretty fucked up. I've watched it way too many times. I just was fascinated by it, disturbed and fascinated at the same time. Because as the music's playing, it's like the dude's doing a ballet almost. It's fucking real weird, people. But it's just that beautiful fucking piano playing. And then, you know, the shark's like throwing the guy around. So it's almost like he's dancing to the music in a very weird, disturbing way. But I wouldn't write, not for kids, not for kids, not something you want to show your kids and sit down, unless you want to have them have a real perception of what sharks are. Killing machines, death in the water. That's what they are. And we pretend they're not. And I hate that. I fucking hate that so much. I wish we could just have an honest discussion and go, listen, Sometimes they'll kill people and sometimes they don't. It's like anything else. (laughs) It's like your neighbor. Sometimes it's going to happen. Sometimes it's not. It's kind of a 50-50 chance, you know? Are you going to get hit by a car? Maybe. Maybe not. But it's possible. It does happen. We're not going to pretend like, oh, no, you can just walk. You can walk wherever you want anytime at all. No cars have ever hit a person. Cars are just misunderstood. They don't want to run people over. They just have shitty people driving them. And you go, okay, now I guess I'll just fucking walk wherever I feel like. And now since cars, cars don't want to hurt me, they just sometimes might by mistake. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't like these sharks. This could be the beginning. What do they do really? 
oh, it's an important part of the ecosystem. Who says? Who said that? What e- They live in the water. That's not even our ecosystem. We're on the fucking land. We want to go in the water. That's our water. Fucking, they go, oh, you, you're on the shark's home. It's like, no, that's fucking our water. Let's get the sharks out. They've been living rent-free in our fucking ocean for far too long. For possibly millions of years, you know? That's bullshit. They pay no taxes. They don't provide anything. They just eat people. Fuck them. Let's get them out and start a new world without sharks. A shark-free world? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? What are the downsides of killing every shark on planet Earth? What's it going to do? And don't say fuck up the ecosystem. I want specifics. Oh, they fucking... Oh, now they don't kill enough baby seals. Oh, that's terrible. Baby seals are cute, you know? They don't fucking, oh, they don't kill enough baby baby whales and dolphins now. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, no, we got more whales and dolphins now instead of mean sharks. A dolphin might have a sexual relationship with you that you didn't necessarily want, and you'll have to live with that trauma. Yeah, but at least you're alive and not fucking, you know, not not in a shark's mouth and everyone's blaming you instead of the shark. No one blames the dolphin or everyone blames the dolphin when they fucking molest you. What if they just, what if that's what, what if that's just what they said about the dolphin? What if they, no, the dolphin, he didn't want to, he didn't want to molest you. He just did. He just, he didn't, he thought you were another dolphin. <laughs> so he molested you. All right. It's, it's not his fault. It's your fault. Imagine if we spoke about victims to dolphin molestation the same way we speak about victims of shark attacks. Just think about that. It ain't right, people. It ain't fucking right. Listen, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I do have a couple of shows coming up here in in Nashville. I should have had this out already. But anyway, we're doing the air guitar competition thing this Friday, the 16th, up down in Nashville. It's a video game bar, the 21st, July, nothing. Then we got Denver, Louisville, Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, Boston, somewhere else in Massachusetts, all in August. September, it's looking like Des Moines, Iowa, and Seattle, Washington. And you can get all the other dates at JoeKellyComedy.com. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun, all right? Do me a favor. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, and I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later, my friend. <laughs>